0: hello and welcome to the astro coaching podcast this is your host amber brown and i am so glad that you are here to listen to this message we talk everything about empowerment here using two of my favorite resources astrology and coaching and we dive into many other topics of different avenues and vehicles available to support our own healing growth and freedom thank you again for being here and i hope you really love this episode Hello, hello, hello. Thank you so much for being here. This is Amber, your host of the Astro Coaching Podcast. And this is episode number four. I really wanted to dive in today about trusting the self. And I wanted to talk about that because I am going through a big transition right now in my life. Um, If you want to hear more about that, you can listen to my previous episode. It's regarding the ending of my marriage and um, stepping out into single motherhood. (laughs) Um, Being single again for the first time really ever. Honestly, I really haven't spent much time single, really fully, truly single ever. So I'm very excited about this new chapter of my life and I really today wanted to dive into trusting the self because this has been one of the most potent lessons for me thus far in this process and in this journey and I, I came to this awareness today After listening to this podcast on the Sahara Rose podcast with her and Mia Magic, those are two of my favorite, some of my favorite influencers out right now, I'll link that podcast in the show notes if you want to go back and listen to it. It's all about cord cutting, specifically in people who are going through any kind of breakup or ending of something. And if you don't know what cord cutting is, it's essentially a ceremony where you are cutting the energetic cord from you and something else really to fully release them from your life so that you can be in a place of, of a clean slate and, and welcoming a new beginning. So I listened to that podcast naturally, one, because I love Sahara Rose and two, because that's very fitting for where I'm at right now in my life. And, you know, in the the podcast, they suggested to write a letter um, to this person that you are releasing from your life and also to sit with yourself of how that's mirroring something within you that you are letting go. And, you know, I've done exercises like that many times before where I've written letters to somebody that I was, you know, having some feelings around or, or working on processing something. But I never, I never went deeper into that of how that's mirroring something in myself that I'm letting go of. And I really took some time today to sit with that because it was such a powerful reflection for me of, of seeing what piece of me that I was wanting to let go of in this process of my marriage. And, you know, I in my marriage with, with Nick, I have, you know, we met each other when we were very young. I was 23 when we first started dating. And, you know, we've, we, we met each other through the recovery world. I'm, I'm sober in AA and in other 12 step fellowships and as well as, and anyway, so that's how we met. So we already have this framework of, inventory and taking a look at our part and making amends so that we you know that's a framework in 12 step recovery to stay <clears throat> to stay healthy to stay emotionally sober so that we don't feel the need to reach out to substances or toxic behaviors so i wasn't you know that's something that i that i have deeply ingrained in me because i've been going to 12 step meetings since i was 15 <laughs> um but there was something about this process that really had me take a step back because I, I I really questioned myself, why did I stay in this marriage or what was it that had me stay in this marriage knowing that it wasn't healthy or knowing that it wasn't the place that maybe I should have been long-term. Cause I knew that for a long time in my marriage that I knew that it wasn't honestly, I think I kind of knew it internally from the, from the get go. But you know, when I was younger, I was very codependent and not, I, I wasn't ready to fully be alone. I, I, I don't feel like I, could, I was able to be alone because I didn't have these resources around me like I do now to be able to meet my needs I have so many much, I have so much more of my needs met now than I did at 23 years old. So I have a lot of compassion for that version of myself, not, you know, able to leave the relationship when maybe I should have left or when I could have left. And even, you know, later on in our relationship, we did have a lot of repair from earlier on in our relationship to you know later on and that was you know we we got engaged pretty quickly after that and then got married pretty quickly after that and then had kids very quickly after that so in the repair there was definitely some results that came out of that but it but that repair wasn't sturdy enough to withhold the pressures that we put on top of it of getting engaged and getting married, buying a house together, having kids together. That was a lot of responsibility that we put on our plate with not a sturdy foundation. And so that was where I really, I feel like for me, where, where I came to this new awareness of this lack of trust with myself because I knew You know, I I, I think, part. well, let me back up a a second. I think part of the reason why I stayed in that relationship was was due to fantasy. You know, I I was attached to this outcome of it looking different or it being different because I had hope, I had faith. And, you know, I, I, I wasn't fully ready to acknowledge the reality that I was in. And I still had you know and i i don't regret that like i know that things could have changed or things could have gotten better and we were putting in a lot of work to to make think to, re- to make more repair and even had created a lot of repair i don't want to say it's been bad the whole time like i i do know that we were able to create a lot of really solid repair which is why we are so cordial and connected now and able to support each other now, even though we're not in a marriage anymore um, or in a relationship anymore. <clears throat> but with that being said, you know, I think on the deepest level for me is that I did not trust myself to be able to create a life to create. I didn't believe that I could do it on my own. I didn't believe that I could do life on my own. I didn't believe I could do a business on my own. I didn't believe I could make money on my own. I didn't believe that I could pay the bills on my own. I didn't believe that I could be alone. I really did not believe I could be alone. And that, that internal limiting belief, we'll call it, came from this lack of trust with myself because I didn't believe I could do it. And that's a worthiness conversation. Like I know that from doing work with clients and from having a clinical background that when I believe that I can't do something, it's because I'm, I don't fully believe that I'm worthy or that I'm enough. And I know that, you know, coming from a clinical, from a coaching perspective, I know that that comes from my programming in childhood and, you know, comes from, I mean, just on on a vague answer, my programming from childhood and not getting my needs met in childhood fully in the way I needed to. And turning on myself for years in my teenage and young adult, young adult life, turning on myself to reinforce that belief that I'm not enough and I'm not worthy and that I won't exceed or succeed at X, Y, Z. So anyways, back to this marriage, when I started to come to this decision or started to really listen to my intuition more, more loudly and clearly that this relationship may not be what's best for me and for our family. If we stayed together, I, I really grappled with being able to trust myself. And and luckily I was really able to name that actually really this whole year of 2023. I've been sitting with that piece right there of I don't I I I said, you know, to my mentors and my my support system that I don't know, I feel like I can't trust myself because I have this programming in my mind, but I'm also having this feeling in my gut and in my heart. And the three of them are not aligned. <laughs> and I don't know if anyone here listening has ever experienced that before. But it's excruciating. <laughs> not being aligned with the head and the heart and the gut. It is. It is, for me, it is uh, very uncomfortable because I, I want to have that secure connection with myself. I want to know that what I'm feeling is my truth and that I can trust that. I can trust that what I'm feeling is my truth. And I'm, I'm here to say... Now that I'm on the other side of this and I've made this decision and I've been confirmed over and over and over and over again that this is the right decision for me and our family, I will tell you that my, and I have I, I've known this intellectually for years, but now I know it on a deeper level. And so I'm here to tell you today that this is what I believe to be the truth is that our feelings are here to communicate something to us. Our feelings are here to tell us that something is off. And when we attune to ourselves and to our bodies, then we can meet our needs. And that, and that, and that's how we regulate. That's how we are get grounded. That's how we be present. I mean, that's how we are able to experience and really be fully engaged in life is when we can listen to our body, attune to our needs, acknowledge our feelings and be, that's like literally how we are in relationship with ourselves. So this piece around trusting, trusting ourselves, I feel like is really the core of the rest of our lives. Because if we don't have this trust within ourselves, then we are not able to have a clear connected relationship with ourselves and I'll speak for myself, that that absolutely has been my process. And even though I spent a lot of time not fully in being able to be in trust with myself and, and I was able to name that, I was able to process that, and also be okay with being in the unknown because I spent, you know, the majority of 2023 in this place of I don't know what my my truth is around this marriage and I don't know what the right decision is now. And I had to get okay with that. I had to get okay with, okay, it's a, I don't know right now and I'm going to trust that at some point I will know. And that honestly was between me and me and between me and my higher power. I mean, I did a lot of praying during that time to ask for guidance and for clarity. And I did know this is this is where the trust did come in, is that I did know on some level that at some point I would know when it was clear. I would know I I trusted that when that clarity came, I would know that it came And that is, that is what happened. I, uh, something happened within our family dynamic. And when that thing happened, that was when I knew that that, that was the clarity that I needed. And that was when I made the call to leave. And, you know, I, there, I think I had a moment of, oh my God, did I make the right decision? Like we're getting along really well. Like (laughs) This isn't what it's supposed to look like. Like, should I, should I backtrack? Should I say, never mind? And I did let myself sit in that for a moment of like, okay, like I like, I'll sit with this, you know, before I tell anybody that I made this decision, before we tell our kids that we made this decision, let's sit with this for a moment so that I can be in that relationship with myself. And I did let myself sit with that and I continued to pray about it and ask for guidance And the more days that, and still to this day, the more days that have gone on since I slash we made that decision, I have been confirmed that it was the right decision. And so I'm deepening that trust with myself by listening to my body, to my intuition, to my feelings. and, and, And I'm building that foundation of security within me. By taking action and by attuning to myself, just like we would any other relationship in our life, you know, it's like if you have a good friend who um, who is having some feelings about maybe something within your relationship with them. Like, let's say maybe her feelings. If I have a friend, and let's say that maybe her feelings got hurt, and um, by something I said, and let's say that she was feeling it, and you know, maybe like wanted to tell me, but maybe was having some fear, but decided to tell me anyways, because she didn't want it to get in between our, our relationship. And if if my friend came to me and said, Hey, I'm having some feelings right now about something that you said, and are you open to hearing it from me right now? And I would be like, yes, of course, like, please tell me, <laughs> let's talk about it. And if she said, you know, when you said blah, 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 the other day, it really hurt my feelings. And I've been sitting with it. And it's, not something I've really been able to easily brush off my shoulder and I just want to tell you so that it doesn't come between us. I would be so grateful that she told me that and of course I would, I mean, how I know I would respond is I would say, thank you for telling me and not letting this be a, a resentment that is getting in between us and creating a divide between us and you know, I'm I'm sorry that that that, that hurt your feelings and I appreciate you telling me and how can I make a repair with you? How can I, what, what would make you, what would make you feel more, you know, loved and supported by me? And that's, you know, so it's easier, it's easy to, to imagine that and be that way with people in our lives. And I, I want to say that the, where the magic is, is when we do that with ourselves is when i'm feeling some feelings and i number one i let myself feel those feelings and number two i hear and validate my own feelings like amber i hear that you're feeling scared right now and that makes total sense you've got a lot on your plate you know you've got a lot of pressure on yourself and i would feel i it makes total sense it makes your your feelings are totally valid and then what am i on number three <laughs> Number one, feeling the feelings. Number two, validating my feelings. And number three, listening to that as a message. Like how, what is my fear trying to tell me right now? Is there something that I get to do to meet a need? Or is there something that I, that I need to do that would be nourishing or supportive for me right now? And then number four, take action on it. You know, trust that my feelings are, are a, are a message to me and that maybe, my feelings are are true and accurate. And now, granted, I know that, you know, um, a lot of people say our feelings aren't facts. <clears throat> and I do believe that to be true. And sometimes feelings can, um, how do I want to say it, um, can, you know, be related to something in our past or can be a reaction to something and that's why I feel like it is important for me to feel my feelings, to acknowledge my feelings, maybe listen to what is happening under, what's the need speaking to underneath the feelings and letting them pass, like, let like, hold giving myself enough time and space to really feel my feelings, process them and letting them dissipate maybe before I take action, because... At times when I'm taking action in the heat of the moment on something, I know I'm going to regret it later because it may be a little skewed based on what I'm feeling. <laughs> At least that's me. So I say that maybe as like a as a precautionary uh, advisement that if you're feeling a lot of anger or something, maybe it's not best to like block somebody <laughs> Maybe it is, but maybe, maybe take 24 hours to sit with that decision before um before you block <laughs> somebody. Just an example. But anyway, so I, I really felt called to share about this because this was a really powerful insight for me. And I feel like this is a really powerful message that we all have access to. We all have the capacity and the availability to nurture this relationship with ourselves and to build this trust with ourselves. Because when we do, we have more of a secure attachment with ourselves. And if you know anything about attachment theory, when we have that with ourselves, then we can have that with other people. So I encourage you today to think about the relationship that you have with yourself and what that looks like, what that feels like. Do you feel like you are connected to yourself? Do you feel like you make space for yourself? Are you, are you listening to yourself? Are you attuning to yourself? How do you meet your own needs? And what does that look like? Do you, do you court yourself? Do you date yourself? And if you don't, that's okay. You know, that's, that's information. And maybe a, an area of growth, if this is anything that you feel called to explore. And you know, it's definitely something that I am exploring in a dif- in a deeper way now, especially now that I'm getting more space, um, having some some separation from. You know some of the responsibilities that I had before as wife, <laughs> um, and so I am exploring myself in a deeper way, and it feels really exciting. You know, and it feels really juicy. Like today, for example, I went to Target and by myself, and I just strolled around. <laughs> I really had no intention on buying anything. I was just curious about what is out there right now, and what are people wearing, and what are people. You know what are what are these clothes? What's the you know uh, what's the uh, what are these clothes being made out of today? Is there anything linen? I'm really into linen right now. Is there anything linen here? You know what are the styles that people are wearing with linen? And I didn't even end up buying anything, but it was just nice to just go explore and see what is it that I like. You know what is it that I'm drawn to, and how you know what are what are some aspirations that I have for the future in maybe making something of my own or you know i buy, did buy a throw pillow for my for my bed like playing with colors like what kind of colors feel good in my space right now and that feel really exciting and nourishing to me like that's all that's it's such a simple way to start to nourish this relationship with myself so anyways thank you for being here as always and for listening to me and my story I so honor each and every one of you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for being here. I would love to hear your feedback about this episode if you resonated. I'd love to hear it in the um, in the re- in a review. Or you're always welcome to reach out to me or s- access any of my offerings. I have my website is the best place to learn more about me, which is amberbrownshort.com. And you can see, meet find me on any of these social media platforms at amberbrownshort. And thank you again for being here, and I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. Love and blessings to you.